0: Welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, where we chat to people making a difference in their communities and in the lives of others. And here is your host for today, Jeff Griffin.
1: Welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, stories of inspiring achievements and community contribution. Every week, we will celebrate an award program category winner or finalist. We hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know that Australia is in good hands. Together with our corporate partners and not-for-profit partners, Awards Australia showcase ordinary people from right across Australia doing extraordinary things. If you enjoy hearing the stories of our inspirational Australians, please subscribe, rate us and review us. We'd really appreciate it from everyone at awards australia and the inspirational dot australians podcast we hope you had a wonderful christmas and were able to share the joy of giving and appreciating the special and important things in life through our podcast we hope to lift your spirits make you smile appreciate the amazing people that share our country and feel hopeful that our future is in good hands as we look to 2021 for a better year than the one that has given us so much pain for so many. I hope you're going to enjoy listening to our podcast today with a guest who was a 2020 finalist in the Carclue Creative Change Award as part of the 7 News Young Achiever Awards for South Australia. Soros Nathaki, at only 16 years of age, is an extremely talented pianist and also a burgeoning young composer. Cyrus, welcome to the podcast, mate.
0: Thank you for having me, Jeff.
1: Uh, absolute pleasure. What a, what a star. I have not a musical bone in my entire <laughs> body. So I'm certainly always uh, quite thrilled and in awe of anybody like yourself. So congratulations on all that you've done. And I believe, Cyrus, you completed Year 12 and Stage 2 Thank music you. at just... 13 years of age. Was that a misprint or is that correct?
0: <laughs> that is correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's that's yeah. pretty amazing. You're the youngest South Australian to have studied a, a say subject in 2018. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Tell us more about how difficult and intense that might have been for a 13-year-old.
0: If we're talking about the exam itself, it was pretty the time you're running it's running out and especially at a young age where you don't have much experience with doing exams especially sales exams can be pretty pressuring and
1: was it a whole year that you had to study or was it
0: part of the year? I can't remember very well I think it was a semester subject my teachers were very helpful and to help a student who's four years younger than the year level they're studying. And I think my teachers were the biggest help at Brighton Secondary School, where I studied.
1: Bit of a plug there for Brighton Secondary. Um, So did you feel intimidated being so much younger than everybody else?
0: Not at all. Um, I fit in well. It was a small class. I think it was only five people.
1: Yeah, sometimes that can be even more intimidating. You must have had, confidence in yourself not to feel intimidated?
0: Um, it just felt like a normal classroom to me um, It sort of become like a family at the end of the year because yeah. we shared ideas of music and just you know gossip and <laughs> sort of become like my older siblings to be honest.
1: Yeah well it's pretty cool obviously you're pretty confident in yourself and your ability to fit in and I think that's a really important lesson for everybody to understand that we all need to believe in ourselves and not yeah. worry about what others might think, but really forge ahead, knowing that being the best version of yourself is good enough. So yeah. I think there's a, there's a hidden lesson in that alone. So, you know, that's awesome that you didn't feel intimidated. You just felt like you fitted in with your older siblings <laughs> as as said, uh, which is pretty awesome. Cyrus, you did grade eight in piano through A.M.E.B. and Trinity College of London. You got a high uh, distinction for that, which is pretty impressive. What was involved? I mean, what level of uh, involvement was there and, and how did you get to become part of that?
0: Well, to become a part of it, uh, you pay for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I jumped grades. Um, the first grade I did was grade two and then grade five, Six and then I jumped straight to eight. Um, in India, when I did the exams, it just felt like a normal performance to me. Like I was performing to an audience, and the examiners—they're never too serious. They're always, you know, neutral, and it doesn't pressure you.
1: Well, that's pretty cool because you know you falsely see in the movies. Everybody's you know staring down at you. Yeah, watching. it's never like that. It's not that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good to know uh, for anybody's um, keen to learn the piano and and move through the grades. Never fear, it's not too yeah. serious.
0: Music is an experience. It's not really a test, or you should never take exams as an. It's just a certificate, but it doesn't determine what kind of an artist you are.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's something in that for everybody because that's so true. Yeah um you defined. could be sport
0: could be music could be anything that philosophy applies to everything
1: yeah you're not defined by one result are you yeah. or a, a particular grade at a certain moment in your life you're defined by who you are what you and what you do over a period of time and i love your attitude about you know music is all encompassing it's it's there to be cherished and loved by everybody and it's not a chore It's not an ex- one exam it's yeah. It's about a feeling, the feeling that you have as a person.
0: And in some grades, I've got lower marks than other grades. And it never put me down, to be honest, because one in grade six, when I did it, I was extremely sick. And throughout the year, I couldn't do much practice, but I knew and I was happy with the result. It is what it is. is. And I put extra effort in grade eight and I got a high distinction. Yeah,
1: it's brilliant. How many people were involved in the AMEB uh, program in Trinity College of London, you know, examining process? How many people were involved uh, in the, you know, in the period that you were involved?
0: Not really sure, but there's only one examiner, but then they take the result and everything back to um, the Trinity College of London. And they send you a certificate and the mark sheet back and however many
1: there must have been you're obviously at the top of the pile to get a high
0: <laughs> yeah well to be honest AMEB was a harder syllabus to um for me It wasn't difficult or challenging but I found AMEB to be more advanced in its syllabus and the pieces that I had to play yeah Yeah, yeah. I was happy to do the Australian one because, yeah, it's a high degree and I like to be challenged.
1: I learnt um, three blind mice, how does that rank, you know, (laughs) sort of what I've got through that examination, do you think?
0: Yeah, of course, I would have given you a (laughs) hundred.
1: Good answer. And I believe you won second prize at the 2019 Ryman Robinson Scholarship for under 18s What was uh, that about? What was involved with that?
0: It's just an award. And to be honest, um, I just go to these things. Um, I always sign up for under-24s or whatever. I'd like to compete with adults and try to come out on top because, as I told before, I'd like to be challenged. And that's why I didn't do music in year 12 this year as well, because I didn't find it challenging enough for me. So with the help of my piano teacher, Rodney Smith, I, tr- I got entry into the uh, Elder Conservatorium through the Open Music Academy, where I'm challenged and I'm learning a lot. And I can see huge progress in my piano and music skills.
1: Elder, conservatorium at uh, 16 uh, it's pretty pretty special uh, and i do remind our listeners that you are you have just turned 16 uh, You're a pretty impressive young man that uh, all of us could learn from to be honest i'm a little older than 16 and i can learn a lot from just a few years older. Uh, i can learn a lot from from you you are amazing Now, you performed a masterclass facilitated by Australian composer Stephen Whittington. Yeah. And you participated in a number of competitions, I know. Can you tell us some of your experiences and where you've performed and what are some of the highlights?
0: Well, playing at the masterclass with Stephen Whittington, that was really helpful because now I've sort of contacted him to become my composing teacher as well. So that was a great opportunity and just going to these things you get to know people and you learn and you get experienced so you're not nervous the next time i never get stage fright nowadays because it's just become a habit now and i think that's what it's about because music is an art but you can also practice things like these to overcome your fears
1: yeah well you're so um old now too you know and yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be nervous but i think you Hit the nail on the head before when you said that, um, you know, it's not about a score or whether you're perfect one day or the other, it's about loving what you do and uh, wanting to be better and better, and seeing it as a joy, uh, music as a joy for others too. So, I think that's just a wonderful attitude to have. It's probably, as I said, I keep saying, there's all there's all there's so much to learn from you for all of us. In so many ways, and you talked about all various things like sport and so on. The same applies. Uh, I know you're a really keen and passionate young composer, and that is gaining a lot of interest in your mind. Uh, tell us more about your composing experiences to date. What led you to? Was it you know Stephen Whittington that led you to uh, think about composing, or how how did that all come up come about?
0: Oh, well, I've been sort of composing since I was three years old because I'm from a musical family and my dad back in India, he was working with um, different movies and composing. So we had the, all this computer set up. So I just got interested in making music, whether classical or pop or hip hop, anything, and sound engineering. So that's a big part that I want to learn about. Yeah.
1: Uh, pretty fascinating so who's who's better you or dad
0: (laughs) of course dad but more experience but i'll catch up to him
1: (laughs) good work you sort of had to say that in case he hears the podcast you had to say (laughs) very smart move (laughs) well your dad must be a pretty impressive man as well as your mum musical
0: yeah she used to be a singer oh really in india singer what type
1: of singing
0: or just concerts and stuff. Yeah. What
1: type of music? You know, what type of music did she sing or like? What genre?
0: Ooh, in India, you can listen to whatever. She likes English, but um, she used to sing Indian music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not like yeah. not rock music. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. Um. I believe you would love to get into the Open Music Academy. What is that and what would that achieve for you?
0: I'm already in it. That's the, oh, you're in it already? Whoa. That's the Elder Conservatorium program.
1: Ah, okay. So that is, that's the mentoring program?
0: Yeah. So yeah. I'm mentored by Lucinda Collins uh, and she has helped me so much. I can see so much difference in my playing from last year. Yeah. And I just can't wait to, well, COVID put a bit of a dent in my performing, uh, you know, career. And yeah. so I couldn't show, people couldn't see the difference. But I can't wait to go into 2021 and perform more and people can see how much I've improved.
1: Yeah, well, that that uh, would be amazing. It has been a tough year, hasn't it, for yeah. everybody? And for people like yourself, performers, no different haven't had the opportunity to get in front of people. Uh, it's been a, a shocker of a year, but hopefully we're coming up the other side and things will improve. And one day you want to head to Hollywood? Yeah. Taking dad's footsteps, but in Hollywood, <laughs> and get into the uh, film score composing?
0: Yeah, not Bollywood. No, not like Bollywood, the yeah. other way.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, so where's there more money? Is there more money in Bollywood or Hollywood?
0: <laughs> well, it's pretty much the same because yeah. Hollywood's a pretty big industry.
1: might maybe once you've made it in Hollywood and done everything, you yeah,
0: might switch to Bollywood, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, in, in both. <laughs> so, what's the plan from here then? How, what's the process and the plan to to get to Hollywood?
0: Well, that's a long road. Eh? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about completing a um, PhD, Master in Music that's the sort of things I want to do in uni and looking to go overseas for that. Um, but to be honest, I think I'll do my bachelor degree in Adelaide.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that Cause,
1: at, uh, Adelaide cause it's
0: a prerequisite for a masters of, uh, of music. So I think I'll just stay here a few more years with family and friends and complete yeah. that and move overseas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you're still young, so not a bad idea. So Sarah, you're looking to um, potentially go to University of Adelaide to study, which is pretty cool because they're a sponsor of the awards. I don't know if you knew that. They've been with us for a very long time and they too educate, train and make champions of uh, tens of thousands of young people. What style of composing do you like?
0: I'm oh, to that sound is the, know what I'm
1: talking about here, but
0: That is the best question you've asked me Because that's <laughs> what I can talk about The most Um, So When I started out What I did was hip-hop, beats Yeah, that's what I still do Because me and my friend, we work together And we make beats And I don't know if you You wouldn't know, but OFB They're a music group in the UK they um, Yeah, and they're pretty famous now, but we've got a contact and we've sent some beats over. It's up to them if they want to look at it, but it's just things like these. The Contacts is the most important thing in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I sent just a little beat pack to them. And if they want to look at the beats, that's up to the management, but that's how it works you get noticed sometimes, you don't get noticed sometimes.
1: Yeah, so will you do that with other bands?
0: Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. They're a hip-hop groups, so um, other people, other hip-hop artists could also use them. I can just keep sending it around. That's how it works. And that sort of experience, because I mix my own beats, that's sound engineering. That's um, very cool.
1: Have you got anything you can play for us now?
0: Oh, not right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Put you on the spot there. You don't want to give away any secrets anyway.
0: (laughs) No, but you'll hear my music soon, soon enough.
1: We'll look forward to it. We'll all be able to say, we heard Cyrus first on the Inspiration Illustrated podcast. Um, So you like hip-hop and stuff
0: like that. Yeah, but I can compose for any genre. I can do anything. So you can do anything? Yeah. Do you like everything else as well or just? Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's your favourite, yeah. And um, cinematic music—that's what you yeah. need for Hollywood, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a different
1: type of composing, isn't it? Really.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really that, that's why you need the classical music knowledge to be able to compo- compose for situations in the yeah. movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's that important. Tense music, uh, intense yeah. music, scary music. You know, that's
0: different different chord progressions and harmonies they create this feeling that without even you it sounds silly when you think about it that a bunch of chords played in an order can make you feel something but it does that's music absolutely and that's how humans are and that's how the yeah so knowing these things like harmonies and studying this will help me later on in my composing career hopefully I can make it there
1: yeah well, it'll be awesome uh, maybe you can give us a um, an autograph one day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's a competitive uh, field.
1: Being tongue and cheek but uh, I do appreciate how intense getting to that opportunity would be. So you first, you have to complete your studies. Maybe a PhD overseas. You have a yeah. Uh, would you go to the states or England or where? Yeah,
0: states or England. That's my choice.
1: Uh, hopefully, from there, some connections might get you. Do you think your dad will have any con- contacts uh, that he oh, no. or use no. his name? <laughs> My dad was in Bollywood. Uh, surely, I can get to <laughs> and, uh, um But your dad must be pretty impressive to have done what he has done too.
0: Yeah. Oh, I learned from him the basics and then. We're in a different generation now. So the music genres and styles are different. So I went my yep. own way.
1: Yeah, no, I'd and a sure.
0: different country now as well. So it's different language, culture, everything. So, and I, I'm here now, so I just sort of adapted. So
1: tell us, is there anything else about uh, composing that you wanted to add? You know, how, is it, is just a natural thing? Is it something that you have to learn or is it a combination of both?
0: composing it's sort of experience from so if you ask me to play something I can keep improvising all day because I've played for years and I can just make up music um, as I go Yeah, and I can go to different scales and key signatures and um, yeah so that's just sort of experience and experience is the main thing so I think I've played the piano enough and composed like tracks for hip hop orchestral music enough for me to keep going.
1: How many, how many hours a week do you spend practicing, you know, and all that?
0: We're saying uh, creating music on computer. Just, I make beats in like five minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. so I make a couple uh, a day, and then I take a break, hop back on after five days. It's not really a schedule, it's just how I feel. Sometimes, oh, I haven't been on for nearly two weeks now. I haven't felt anything, but I might hop back on soon sometime. But practising piano, that's different. That has to be a routine yeah. if you want to get better. And especially with what I'm doing at the conservatorium, um, it's very important to practise for at least four hours a day. Wow,
1: four hours a day. Yeah. That's pretty intense.
0: Yeah. Well, people who prominent pianists, they practice for eight, nine hours a day. <laughs> they just take breaks to go have some lunch or, and then they just hop back on the piano. That's, that's their job. That's like why they.
1: like going their, to work on their piano.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's their job. So they have to practice yes. to be the best at it.
1: That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I guess I it makes sense. I hadn't actually really thought about how much practice or work goes into you know daily work that goes into it so yeah that's uh, that's fascinating so you've got about another 4 hours a day to go Cyrus, so i think you need to lift your game mate eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what actually motivates and drives you to be the best you can be
0: there's no reason really it's just we're a musical family it's just been in the family for generations and nothing really drove me to be musical. It just came to me. I just, yeah.
1: yeah, just the love of it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just in my blood. Yeah, I I play sport. I play football or soccer. Football. Um, I practice a lot and train a lot, but that's just to keep fit. I don't see myself doing anything else. I think music is my only way.
1: Yeah. Do you wrap your fingers up in iron gloves when you go and play football? So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not playing handball. This football.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, your fingers get in the way. So yeah, yeah.
0: Sometimes I know. I'm just joking, but yeah, yeah. I, it can happen. Sometimes it's happened to me, so I have yeah, to be careful. Really. Yeah,
1: need to get them insured. Get the fingers <laughs> insured.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, changing pace for a minute. What's something that we might not know about you?
0: Well, I'm a sporty person. That's something that people don't really know. Because people, when they usually see a musical person, they just think that they just sit at the piano, they're a bit of a nerd. They just sit down and watch, uh, read books. And yeah, that's sort of what people think. It's a stereotype, but that's not really the truth because I'm a musician and I want to be a professional musician, composer. But then I also do other things that people don't expect me to do. Like I play club sport, and I'm good, and I think it's just be yourself. You can do whatever you want, that's the main thing.
1: I think musical people are often the most uh, extraordinary minds in the world, you know. But
0: you see them getting bullied at school and stuff by other, But I don't I, I don't see the need for it. It's just a stereotype that they're a bit weird and stuff.
1: Uh, that's not how it a bit really is. Jealous. Yeah. People are jealous that, uh, musical people, talented musicians can do things that other people can't. Yeah, And I think all of it comes down to bullying, comes down to jealousy. And the only way they can get around that is uh, try to be tough. And yeah. make people make them feel less about But them.
0: then that's not gonna, that, that being tough isn't gonna work after you graduate. But yeah, being well, good at music, studies, that's what gets you where, to where you need to be. So yeah. I think, um people who struggle in school, like music students, they need to keep their head up because after they graduate, life is going to be good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well bullying doesn't work for anybody. It's certainly yeah. no answer. And there's no place for it. Saras, you moved from you mentioned that you moved from India to yeah. Australia. What made the transition for your family to Australia? What precipitated that?
0: Um the re- the things that I'm doing here.
1: Okay, so your family decided to move to Australia to g- give you better opportunities?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I have a little brother as well. He's getting into music as well. Yeah, oh, be- yeah he's nine. nine. Seven nine. years younger. But he's catching up to me. <laughs> yeah, <better laughs> Even though he's seven years younger.
1: Mate, because he's doing six hours a day and you're only doing four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> six <laughs> minutes a day, more
1: like. <laughs> Uh, Always playing games. Keep an eye on him. Make sure you're always doing a little bit longer. He's just a little
0: kid. He gets distracted. But as he grows up, I think he'll get into more practice. And yeah, I'm there to help him. And he has a good teacher as well. The same person who taught me, uh, Rodney Smith. Okay. Great teacher. And hopefully he can guide him to be better than me. I want my brother to be better than me.
1: Well, you know, that's a, a great attitude. And we need to set our goals high always higher than than you really feel you are able to achieve then you have a chance if you set them low you will achieve low so that's a it's a good philosophy for you to have for your brother as well to be yourself and to mentor him as you are being mentored yourself Uh, how did you find the transition coming to Australia um, and some of the challenges what were they that uh, and some of the benefits of coming to Australia as well. How did you personally find all that?
0: Well, everything's been a benefit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, the things that I do here, India is not a bad country at all. It's, I love India, but the things that I'm doing here, I couldn't do back in India. The teaching standard for music is not the same. Studies like, academic, might be difficult, and it can be. It's a great standard, but. For music, the standard isn't the same. Yeah. And I think the there's more opportunities here as well, because it's an English speaking country, so I have more connections to places like United Kingdom, United States. Yeah. So that was the plan. I was always aiming for those two countries because that's mainly connected to like Hollywood and stuff. So
1: well it says a lot for your parents too, obviously very, very successful in India in their careers but um, made the transition, the move to Australia to ensure that you and your brother had the opportunities or better opportunities or different opportunities than were available. Yeah. Uh, that's um, pretty cool. My wife and I want to go to India one day. Um, so what's, what's some of the highlights? What do we need to do when we go?
0: I'll give you a list of things to do. Okay. When <laughs> Hopefully Listen. we can
1: turn that into another podcast one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Travel segment. Well, the um, 2021 Young Achiever Awards are still open at the moment for nominations in most states and also the Northern Territory. We know people like yourself don't look for accolades. You do what you do because you love it and you want to entertain and capture people in something special. But it's nice to receive validation for your work. Would you encourage our podcast listeners to nominate someone they know that's making a real difference and achieving something extraordinary for an award? And if so, why would you? How has it benefited you being nominated?
0: Of course, you have to be nominated for an award like this. It's pretty honourable. And I was really happy to find out that I was nominated. It was a great experience because I um, got to learn about the other finalists and I talked to them. And I actually asked for an opportunity to compose for the winner of that uh, category. Yeah.
1: Very so, cool.
0: Yeah. So you sort of interact with people and I got another contact. And so if I see him around again, I'll be like, uh, hello, how are you going? And do you have any other opportunities for me? I'm just chasing opportunities at the moment because mu- in the music field, it's all about opportunities and experience. That's yeah. all I need at the moment.
1: Yeah, very cool. And I know... Whilst we were not, were not able to meet together for our awards night and it was an online presentation, I have to say, Seven News were awesome to host the event from the...
0: Online, yeah.
1: ...studios, the newsroom uh, online. That was pretty pretty special. And uh, to Amelia, our weather presenter at Seven, big shout-out to Amelia because she did a, a fantastic job. But I know you actually went to Karkloon and yeah. had a little function there, which is pretty cool, and performed, which was uh, nice. How, how did you find that little experience?
0: It was just a little function. It was The environment was really nice and great food as well.
1: And, and you got to meet all the other finalists too? As you yeah. Yeah.
0: And it was great to talk to them and sort of interact with other people. And they come and tell you like, Congratulations! It's just a nice feeling, and it just felt like a bit of a family there. the the Karklu family, to be honest.
1: Yeah, hey, it was good a nice experience. experience. Well, at least you got together with a few people there. You know, normally we would hold the event at the Hilton, have five hundred people yeah. all in a room, which is pretty exciting, and would have been awesome to have you perform there potentially. But if any of our listeners would like to nom- nominate someone that's making a difference, they can head to awardsaustralia.com, check out the nomination page for the categories in the relevant state that they're looking at, because you really can make a difference for someone. Like Cyrus, who had 16, then 15, was nominated for, in fact, it was 2019 that you were nominated, over a year ago, and that judging was held early this year. So that's how long ago. goes. So to be a finalist at such a young age was, a really extraordinary achievement, and you should feel very proud, as I know you do. You, you are extraordinary. You've done a massive amounts, and your achievements are extraordinary. What do you think this is uh, to throw you uh, under the bus to uh, put you um, to catch you with a question you probably weren't expecting? What do you think the world needs more of right now?
0: Um, multiculturalism.
1: And accepting or, um, you know...
0: Accepting great. and um, an example of what I think is um, Black Panther, the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: That was a pretty big inspiration for me as culture and the music itself because the composer Ludwig Göransson, he had a similar pathway to what I'm planning to be. He was a guitar teacher or something back in his homeland. I uh, can't remember which country exactly, but... Yeah, he just, his friend was the director of the movie and he just went on this journey to Africa. He explains uh, this in this video and he just collects all these um, recordings and meets different people and different African cultures to compose for the movie, which is known as one of the most unique soundtracks in Hollywood history. And that's sort of what I'm aiming to be.
1: Well, it's a um, great aim. Set yourself, set yourself, high, and uh, let's hope that you achieve that. One of our other categories in the awards is MISA, the Multicultural Youth Essay, and have a spirit of spirit of resilience award. And you're right, though multiculturalism we need to be understanding, accepting, inclusive, and um, appreciate other people's cultures that are also different. What well, I love seeing, and I see it so often through these awards. Uh, People that come to Australia, like yourself, who integrate, who become a part of community, but don't ever lose sight of their own culture, but embrace the culture that uh, they've adopted, you know, the Australian culture, whatever that is, Um, you know, sort of it's it's a bit of a weird, but, you know, becoming an Australian for what Australian is, but understanding and appreciating your own culture and still respecting and understanding that as well. And I really love seeing that. And that's what Australia is all about, is just being one, one together and understanding and appreciating each other's cultures and respecting it and learning from it. We've come a long way, but there's still a bit more to go. Oh, there's a lot more to go, yeah. Yeah. You know, you definitely – you think we're getting there and then you see stuff and you think, Yeah, we're not not there.
0: But when I came to Australia, I felt very welcome. I never – um, faced any sort of racism, bullying? None of that.
1: So I'm pleased you didn't. And there's a long way, as you mentioned, yeah. that we have to go, but we are getting there. Do you have any other um, words of wisdom that you can leave our listeners with today? Is, you know, in terms of people who are striving to do whatever it is they're doing or want to do?
0: I sort of really incorporated all the things I had to say in the answers, but just to end it with, it sounds a bit cliche, but I just wanna say be yourself, that's what I have to say. Um, follow your dreams, just because people bully you or put you down doesn't mean you have to stop what you're doing. Keep aiming and soon you'll be out of that phase and you'll be on your way to success.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. And you've really been very enlightening in, in so many things you've said uh, during our podcast. How can our listeners connect with you? What's the best way? uh, to follow you, to connect with you?
0: Well, I'll be, you'll be seeing me on TV in a few years. So that's one way to keep up with me. Do you have but,
1: a uh, a public Facebook or a LinkedIn or, uh, some way that people can follow you, your career? Not yet. I'm
0: a bit private in that sort of area, but soon. Yeah. I'm just looking for the opportunity to blow up.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, that's good. Well, people can certainly contact us if they want to learn more about.
0: Yeah. No, no, I'm open to, you know, people coming um, forward for opportunities, just talking to me about and getting to know me. But on social media, I'm a bit private. So
1: Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. And if anybody wants to know more about uh, opportunities, sh- you know, sharing opportunities or recording or to... Um, a composing opportunities let us know and we can get in cu- touch with cyrus
0: yeah just things like these the podcast the award um, nominations these are sort of the platform for me and for people to connect with me and it was great to be nominated and it was great to be on this podcast
1: well cyrus it's been a lot of fun and uh, very enlightening extremely enjoyable and uh, i've learned a lot about being myself even at my age you know we can never learn enough and you've been certainly inspirational for me and i'm sure for our listeners i wish you every success for an amazing career we hope you get to hollywood and we see your name in the credits after movie after movie and that all your dreams are realized you deserve it you're an amazing young man an inspiration a role model for so many so thanks so much for for being with us today
0: thank you so much jeff
1: Appreciate it, mate. Right. Oh, I hope all of our guests have enjoyed hearing Cyrus's story today. And on behalf of Josh, Annette and I, we wish you a happy new year and a healthy, safe and successful 2021. Till next week, take care, be kind and be, for the, be the difference in someone's life. I hope you enjoyed today's interview as much as I have. We would love you to subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss an episode. Join us each week as we talk with ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. Did you know that Awards Australia is a family-owned business that proudly makes a difference in the lives of those that make a difference for others? And we thank our corporate and not-for-profit partners for making our award programs possible. Do you know someone that's making a difference? Or maybe your business might like to sponsor an award contact us through our Instagram page, inspirational.australians, or head to our website, awardsaustralia.com. It would be great if you could share this episode with your network because who doesn't like a good news story? And please rate and review us. We would really love to hear your thoughts. Until next week, stay safe and remember, together we make a difference.
0: Thanks for joining us today on the Inspirational Australians podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and have been inspired by ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. So it's goodbye for another week. Remember, together we make a difference.